This is Shift Run Stop, a fun podcast about games and cultural stuff and comedy and interviews. Hello, Layla. Hello, Boo. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas to you as well. Well, first of all, happy birthday. How far back are we going here? My birthday was in November. But have we have um, we put out a new shift on something? We haven't. Then? No. Yeah, so happy birthday. I, I wasn't waiting on the birthday wish or anything. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, did you have a nice birthday back in October? Oh, it was all right. Yeah. This isn't a very festive conversation. No, but we're we're getting ready now for Jesus's birthday. That's true, and maybe some listeners if their birthday's also on Christmas Day. Happy birthday, listeners! Listeners, if you if your birthday's on Christmas Day, let us know and we'll send you something. People probably send you a card and say Happy birthday on Christmas. Oh Would that well, That'd be really merry sad. merry birthday you can get. I've seen oh. those cards. Oh well, I'm feeling sorry for you if it is your birthday on Christmas Day. But at least you're listening to Shift on Stop on Christmas Day. You're bound to be doing that. <laughs> you you wouldn't be waiting until until you go back to work to listen to it on your on your train or your uh, wherever mm. it is that you listen to Shift on Stop. You're almost certainly not waiting for your normal routine. I imagine that you fired it up uh, while everyone else is watching a film. What you could do if it's not if it's not lunchtime yet, you could um, possibly discreetly slip in a headphone during dinner. That's just one brilliant. headphone, and if you listen to it on your iPod under the table, oh. you don't have to get involved in any conversation. And then other people will think that you're being sociable and laughing along with their, their <laughs> yeah. hilarity, but actually, yes. you're laughing at us. Or they'll think you're listening to the cricket scores or something, possibly. <laughs> My dad does that, but with football. Has he got one of those earpieces? Yeah, one earpiece. he puts Classic. one headphone in one ear, like an in-ear thing, and yeah. he'll tuck it inside his shirt to be as discreet as possible about it. <laughs> And he'll listen to the Fulham match. It's interesting that you can like abstract sport to that level where it's just a number, <laughs> like a score, just like listening to someone playing Risk or like, I don't know, rolling dice. It's just somebody scored with a Dungeons goal. And Dragons, Imagine it? that in your brain oh. somebody kicking a ball. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, you could do that. Um, maybe this happens, I don't know. But you could have live streaming, you could, you could listen in on what's going on. Oh, they need a. Quite good. I bet some of our listeners could do that as well. Yeah. Critical hit. Hmm. <laughs> Still haven't ever played Dungeons and Dragons. No. Well, we were going to do something on this show, I think, at one point. Um, yeah, we're probably looking, we I imagine, could. we're probably looking for a DM who doesn't mind giving us a bit of a foundation in D&D. Somebody who could take us through, you know, like our first first game together. That'd be nice. I'm sure James Wallace has offered to do this for us and maybe some other people that rings a bell. at various points. Yeah. I reckon we could get James in to do it for us. Do you reckon it would make good audio for a podcast? I don't know. We could just use a bit of it. It could be fun and then edit it carefully, yeah. <laughs> and most confused. Yeah. Yeah. We we probably need a device like a narration or a you know, a way of a way of helping the listener catch up with what's going on. Maybe mm. it needs a commentator. That's what we really mm. need. We need, a, <laughs> we need a dungeon master and a commentator. Like a sports commentator. Yeah. yeah. And then to do the highlights reel afterwards. I think that's what's needed. What do you say in D&D? Like, what are, are you saying like, oh, you've a uh, dragon's just appeared in front of you. Now you need to roll your dice again. Yeah. Like, do they roll dice in yeah, D&D? Yeah, let's yeah. roll a dice. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. the dungeon master like, well, uh, let's, let's roll a dice. Yeah. And if you get a one, then you're all right. Right. And if you get a, a, a 20... Yeah. <laughs> then you've killed the dragon. Yeah. Uh, but if you get, oh, I don't know, if you get a number in between that, mm. then you have to roll again. Okay. I think that's how it works. Right. It's, it's a lot like risk, Lena. Right. It sounds brilliant. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> I did play a video game this week um, for the first time ever, almost. Uh, called... a, a console game? No, um, a sort of PC game. Okay. Called Gone Home. You heard about this? No. It's it was quite interesting. It's like a 
a mystery game where you just walk into a house and it's set in the mid 90s but it's the game came out quite recently hmm. and you're walking around your house and you're supposed to be this girl who's come back from traveling your parents are gone you don't know where they've gone and your sister's disappeared and there's all sorts of mysterious notes around the house and you feel like it's going it's going to be quite exciting and you're mm. playing this for like an hour and a half kind of going reading all the little notes and trying to work out what's going on and then you just like the ending is really banal and like, nothing does there's no you know the spookiness doesn't pay off and oh, no. it's all a bit odd there's some stuff about it that's really nice and the the voice acting's quite good and some of the ideas are quite fun but i think at the end it's just a bit like well, it feels a bit like I've read a story and nothing, you know, you don't have any real agency and mm. it's a bit of an odd one. So I don't know if I'd recommend it. It sounds like mm. a lot of um, interactive DVD <laughs> games, you know, like Philips CDI and things like that. Mm. They always had this potential of being these immersive multimedia experiences where, mm. you know, you'd, you'd be able to control whatever. A lot of detective stuff, I seem to remember. Mm. Um, but always more sketches of what the future will bring rather than actually being any good in their own right. There are loads of really good reviews of it because it's sort of not a macho, shooty, active game. It's mm. much more just reading and there's just loads of reading. You keep reading all the notes and piecing it all together. You can't really do... You can do everything in terms of you can open every single drawer and touch okay. everything in the game, right. but hardly any of that actually Matches. helps in right, terms yeah. of the story. But it's like interactive fiction where the mm. graphics are mm. a little bit pointless because all you're doing is looking for the next bit of paper with something written well, on it. Well, the best interactive fiction doesn't have any graphics, I would say. Yeah, really the, well, good, that's know. what I would say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's one of the problems with it, I think. But it was quite sort of feminist in a way, I suppose. Like you're playing a woman and you, you have this sort of lesbian awakening. And, wow. And there's quite a lot of stuff about her and this girl who she starts off being friends with and then it develops into something. And This you, wasn't a porn game. You don't. No, there's no. <laughs> only in your head, though, because you don't see any other people. You're just seeing the empty rooms and reading the notes okay. and things. Have you seen Gravity? Yes. On a similar note. Y- yeah. Similar-ish, you know, related. In that Strong it's got female a, lead. I don't think she was that strong. No? Did you think just because it was a female lead? I okay, thought she well, was a bit rubbish. Um, she had to be. And then she had. Um, the spoilers. only thing motivating her was that because she's a woman. That ha- oh, that's true. Okay, so I take back the strong. She's not a strong female and she's lead. A bit like, she's a female lead. She is a female lead, which is good, I suppose. Um, is it really bad to say nice bottom? That sort of detracts <laughs> from the whole feminist thing that we're trying to do here. But you know, she did. I, d- I didn't, to be honest, I didn't. I thought oh, she was in quite good... Of course you noticed her bottom. I thought, I thought she was in quite good shape. Don't I didn't tell me that you didn't her spot bottom. it. She was, there's a bit where she's wearing a vest and little shorts. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good film. Mm. Although, I don't want to talk too much about it, because I think if anyone hasn't seen it, they probably should. Yeah, I feel like I've given a lot away. No, you it's, said, it's you said something like, you shouldn't have done. Mate, well, I, you I can take say. that bit out. The, okay. There are a couple of... Yeah, OK. So if we take that bit that I just said out... Yeah. There are a couple of issues with Gravity that I feel detract significantly from it being an important film about a woman or an important film for women in any way. But it was a fun space film, and I thought the sound uh, design was good. I enjoyed yeah, that. more so, I think, than the 3D. Did you see it in 3D? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was you know, passable the 3D, but mm. the thing that really annoys me <laughs> is when you have a 3D shot, but it's not shot with a very wide depth of field, so only one thing is in focus. And so things that are in the distance or are close up towards you and your eye wants to be able to focus on them, mm. you can't mm. because of the only the things that they want you to be looking at are, yeah. are in focus. Yeah. If my eye can't focus on it, why are you even using the third dimension? You're forcing <laughs> me to only look at the bit you want me to look at. 
Yeah, I find that a bit rude. Also, it makes it really noticeable, and you you, you can't immerse yourself if you're really aware of what they're doing. That the thing that's floating out towards you, it's not really, really there because it's blurry. I know, yeah. I noticed quite a lot of that in that film. So, if you're going to watch Gravity and you haven't done so yet, don't worry about seeing it in 3D. Everyone else is telling you that you have to see it in 3D, but no, you really don't. So subversive. Yeah, don't see Gravity in 3D. That's the worst way to see it. You'll enjoy it a lot more. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so controversial. Have you seen anything else recently? I've seen quite a few things at cinema. No, lately. I've not actually. I probably should be going to cinema a lot because now is this this beautiful period in my life where I don't have a child. Yes. So we should be going out all the time, but no. Gravity was the last film we saw. What about you? What have you been? I saw um, <laughs> saw the new Thor film, which was not great. It was sort of good in a fun way. Um, Slightly worse, um, maybe a bit better than the second one, maybe about the same. I saw the new Hunger Games, which was slightly Ooh, worse than the first one. Yeah, I was expecting quite... it to be slightly worse than the first one, yeah. Have you read them, by the way? No, have you? No, I wouldn't no. bother. Yeah, I have, but I wouldn't oh, bother. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is it sort of a teenage girl thing? Yeah. Right. Um, irritating. She's a very irritating character. <laughs> yeah, she drives me increasingly irritating as well. The first book, you think, oh, this is, this is good. I can see why this is a popular hmm. trilogy. I'll keep going. Right. By the end of the second book, I just wanted to kill everybody involved. <laughs> right. By the end of the third Hoping one. Hoping they're all going to die in <laughs> yeah. battle. Oh, dreadful. Yeah. It's very stylish, though, the second film. If you like sort of interesting um, makeup and fashion effects and hair and stuff, there's a lot of that going on. You know Sarah Dobbs, who we interviewed on this show? I remember um, Sarah very well. She, uh, I saw her quite recently, and she was wearing some amazing nail polish, and I asked her about it. A very dark one with um, little specks of, it's like glamorous camo, glamo or something. Ooh. Remember that glamouflage? It was a thing a few years ago. No. Uh, with the Eternal and stuff, all their glamouflage on. So it's sort of glamouflage, and that it's greens and browns, but sort of slightly sparkly glittery oh, effects handy if you're in the uh, in the hunger games yeah you'd help you blend into the yeah. it'd be worth spending some time doing your nails i think before you had to hide up a tree like that boy who was really good at doing makeup because he'd been a baker and he what? decorated cakes you remember from the first one <laughs> no he, he uh, paints himself up in in some sort of glamouflage <laughs> he uses he uses uh various inks and pigments mm. to disguise himself as the as the scenery yeah and uh, Katniss, I think that's her name. Katniss, yes. Katniss. Says, oh, you're very good at that. And he says, yeah, well, I used to be a baker. I used to decorate the cakes all the time. Mm. And I'm thinking, <laughs> really? <laughs> that makes you really good at it. It's not like when you're doing a cake, you're thinking, oh, well, I've, I've got to get these, these lines and colours and hues all really yeah. realistic. Yeah, or I've got to get it to blend in with the bakery shelf. Yeah. Really accurate. Well, there's that. As well, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, the number of people when I was doing some soldering uh, last year, I think oh, I, I was tweeting about. Yeah, I was. I was doing some tweets about soldering, and uh, the number of people who replied, who men saying, um, "Do it like this. It's not like putting on makeup." Oh, <laughs> fuck off! Oh my god. What a thing to say. Were they were they doing so with their tongue firmly no. in their cheek? Because no. I might say that to you, and I would be joking. No, I don't think that was at all the oh, tone. Lila. I know. Did you have to have words? I just let I just let it go. You can't reform people sometimes, unfortunately. I'm but... not trying to do any mansplaining here, by the way. <laughs> mansplaining. What does mansplaining mean? But speaking of soldering, Rue, yeah. you did an amazing project recently that I saw you vining, which I thought, good for you, using vine. Yeah, good to use the vine, I find. <laughs> Um, I've got so many, uh, so many <laughs> vine friends, including Brody the dog, <laughs> yeah. and uh, a couple of other people. Yeah, it was quite fun. It was a little uh, voltmeter, mm. um, you know, the little sort of panel needle moving up and down jobby, uh, hooked up to a little computery job, 
So Did that... you say a little computer joke? <laughs> yeah, a, compu- a laptop or like no. a Raspberry Pi or a smaller, go Arduino. smaller, like smaller than an Arduino. Um, a, a beagle board, even uh, smaller. Yeah. I, I used a thing called a Teensy, okay. which is very small. It's about the size of your little finger. Wow! And it's got a bunch of input and output pins on it, mm-hmm. of which I think I'm using two. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could I could go even smaller, but yeah, compatible with the lovely Arduino software platform for programming convenience. Cool. And what it does is it displays the number or the percentage of tasks that I've done that day. Right. So I use a bit of software called Things, and when I tick things off in Things, then this needle goes up, and then when it hits 100%, then I'm finished, I can relax. Brilliant. And when it's at zero, then I'm feeling guilty because I need to do a load more things today. That's <laughs> great fun. Yeah, it really helps, actually, just having mm. a physical thing on mm. my desk that I can see and I, I get reminded by mm. that there's stuff to do. Don't forget to do stuff. Brilliant. How long did it take you to make? Uh, I think that was probably a couple of evenings of poking and trying mm. things out, and then the final sort of putting it all together was very quick, but only because I'd... I'd fiddled for a bit and mm. tested all the bits individually and then probably the hardest bit was dremeling dremeling the whole blimey those things are scary have you used dremel, a dremel a dremel no yeah. it's like um it's like a multi-purpose cutting drill sanding does all the things different attachments for yeah. different things you might want to do it spins really fast right so lower torque than a regular drill yeah but much much higher revolutions Ooh. and yeah, drills are scary isn't this it? is terrifying so once you mm. put the cutting disc on the end of it and you hold it in your hand firmly oh you think i'd better not touch this on my face <laughs> <laughs> or my other fingers or yeah. anything i don't want a hole in yeah because <laughs> it's really good at putting holes in things <laughs> that's great i like that it sort of makes um doing stuff even more satisfying than ticking a to-do list as well. So yes, like that's exactly it. Make it, it much more yeah. visible, turn it into a game. Yeah. Make it, make make something, it something where by investing the time in building this mm. and caring about this thing and wanting it to be something you can... Partly it's showing off as well, like having it on the desk and then saying, oh, look, I've done half of my things today. Like, <laughs> yeah, perfect. It helps. Yeah. 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 Brilliant. Um, so no, no Lee yet then? No, we're waiting on Lee and his Christmas bulging Christmas sack. I'd like to greet all the new listeners. Um, you want to probably go back and listen to some old ones as well. <laughs> they were quite good back in the day. Listen to some of the ones with guests on. Yeah, go back We to did that. have a guest once again. It fell through. That's true. We did. We were going to have a musical guest this week. And yeah. um, no, that hasn't happened. So uh, it's just us again. We might have Lee, maybe. He might turn up. Um, we've, got, we've got Layla. Hello, Layla. Hello. And we've got me I'm and Brew. definitely here. I'm a bit tired, though. I'm quite tired, too. Oh, it's nearly Christmas. It's that thing, isn't it? Like, just... So much to get finished before Christmas, and so many things to go to, and so much to do, and uh, and you're sort of having an impending baby that you've got to think about There's as well. That as well, yeah. <laughs> Have you been getting stuff ready for that? How's Rachel so doing? So much stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Rachel's doing really well, actually. Yeah. yeah she's she's um, fit and well and healthy, and Great. she's got a she's got a baby. 
growing inside her. <laughs> yep. It's making That's her happening. quite um, heavy and, and it's, oh, and it's so sweet when she tries to, you know, stand up or oh, turn God. over. I'm now on official toenail duty oh. and putting on socks duty. Yeah. But by the time you get into the 34th, 35th week, mm. it's all a bit, it's a bit tiresome really. How, is that six months or? Uh, no, that's more. That's yeah, sort of seven and a half or eight months, and right. then um, wow. forty weeks is the that's that's term they yeah. call it. Oh, I know, God. I know all the terminology. Yeah. If you want to test me on uh, oxytocin, <laughs> is that the thing that you put on your face when you have a spot? That's, that's something else. Um, Oxyten. <laughs> Clearasil. Uh, isn't is oxytocin the cuddle thing? Yeah, it's, the, the, it's the cuddle hormone. Right, the bonding thing. It makes you feel really nice, oh. and it's quite important when you're giving birth labour is um, is delayed by adrenaline right? and is made easier by oxytocin. Oh, interesting. So mm. the thing that the NCT woman said was that my job as mm. the partner yeah. is to keep the tiger away from the cave. Right. Because if you see a tiger, you're going to panic. Right. And when the adrenaline kicks in, labour just... When you say the cave... Pops. Well, the cave <laughs> of life. In the labour room. In the labour room. <clears throat> yeah. So if you were a cave person... Yes. If you're an early, early human. Yeah. And you lived in a cave. Right. If you were a troglodyte. Yes. Of whatever sort. Yeah. And you saw a tiger. Mm. If you were, if your labour had begun. Yeah. Contractions have started. Yeah. And then the adrenaline kicks in. Uh, the the famous fight or flight response. Mm. One of the things that does is just pauses labour. So mm. any sort of stress or something which panics you or makes you nervous, which might be you know a doctor, being a bit. Peering into the cave. Yeah, peering, <laughs> peering up your into cave. the cave <laughs> to see how dilated you are, for yeah. example. That might kick off some adrenaline, yeah. and then the oxytocin might all go away. Yes. And so you might need you might need some oxytocin back again. Right. So I'm the you oxytocin the provider. The, yeah. Oh, there's so much to learn, isn't there? And it's the stuff that you never come across or learn unless you're a midwife or having a child <laughs> really soon. And everybody's had kids. They're all in this gang that know about all this yeah. stuff. And everyone else is like, "What are you talking? What?" That's <laughs> what true. It's like a um, it's like a little club, but it's a, it's a specialty. It's a thing that you can get really geeky about. Mm, yes. And you've got all these dads. Or dads to be, all like trying to outdo each other with how much they know about things. That's great fun. Yeah, we didn't do enough quizzes. I think when we were doing our NCT course, I was expecting to do a lot more sort of competitive knowing of things. I could have done some. Done you some sound so on. disappointed. Yeah, yeah. It was there was a lot of collaboration and not very much, you know, being the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be the best at being the dad. The best dad. Yeah, we did do oh. nappy changing, which was quite good fun. Right. Sound, and, uh, sounds yeah. it. Oh, yeah, can't what, wait. What on? What are they on, on little, each other? little dolls. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> massive nappies. <laughs> yeah, little dolls. Um, and she put different things in different nappies to represent different stages of, of childhood. So Marmite in the first one to represent... Meconium. Meconium. And, the, and then there are different kinds of poo. Different consistencies. Nice. Yep. So she she did um, she did a pesto poo that represented the first few days, and then a uh, maybe like a, a peanut butter poo. Right. It was, it was not very nice. Yeah, like having a baby thing, a doll. Yeah. Having a doll with a nappy on it, you think oh, that's all right. I can yeah. I can take a nappy off, put a new nappy on. Wasn't so keen on the whole, you know, scooping. But I did get to learn some things. Yeah. You know, going from going Enjoyed from front, front to back, not the other way around. Yes. Yeah. 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 Classic sort of hygiene advice for women as well. For women, and yeah, ours ours is going to have testicles, so sure. Yeah, (laughs) I'm pretty confident about that. And you're kind of girl. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) a girl could be a girl, but yeah, whatever it is, it's got testicles. Has he got a name yet? 
Uh, he has some <coughs> ideas for names, but... Um, okay, that's, yet, no. that's very clever of him. Yeah, he's come up with a few ideas himself. <laughs> so mm. we're going to wait until he comes out and have a look at him. Yeah. And see, you know, what what is he? Very good. Yeah. Have you gone for the classic sort of um, easy-to-spell old-fashioned names, or have you gone for the modern, quirkier, people-haven't-heard-of-so-many-people-called-them type names? Yeah, we haven't tried to break ground with names. Right, we yeah. haven't tried to come up with a whole new name that nobody's ever had before. <laughs> It's a shame, though, because it could be your only opportunity to, yeah. <laughs> to invent a name. You come up with a name that nobody's ever You're had. wasting this creative opportunity. <laughs> so. We did think Burt Reynolds was probably a bad idea. <laughs> oh, I hadn't thought of that at all. Uh, I think Lee's here. Oh, is he? I was yeah. about to text him. Hello, Mr Maguire. Hello. Oh. Hello. You're live on Chiffron Stop. It's it's an explicit show. You could you could have taken the opportunity. Yeah, I swear you bastard. Right, um, I'll come and get you. Shift, run, stop. Snack time. Snacks. Well, Christmas no, snacks I mean, time. I thought if we were going to end up watching some videos, oh, which we, we should do. Wanna, we might want to sort of pace ourselves. We should also say, listeners, if you haven't already got yourself uh, X Files season one on DVD, now's the time. Not season one, just a single episode. <laughs> Which one are we doing? Are we doing Squeeze? I, I'm just presuming we're doing I Squeeze. You okay. it, Ruth. I have bought it. <laughs> okay. I, I, well, so, just listeners, on, just on the off chance that we didn't have enough headphones, I yeah. also got it on my laptop as well. Oh, we can sync up. Yeah. So, yeah, listeners, very important, long awaited. <laughs> Go and get yourself uh, Squeeze, which is episode three, I think. Something the like pilot, that, and yes. then Deep Throat, and then Squeeze. So, get that. And then later, we're going to watch it together. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, queue it up. Um, where can, I mean, is it on iTunes? It I, is on iTunes. I, right. I bought it off iTunes. I'm glad we've all bought it. You can rent officially. it from Love Film, which is what I did. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, if you've got time. Yep, so if your DRM right. fails, I've, we've got back up. After we've tried these very exciting range of stuff that Lee's bought, we'll, uh, we'll come back to watch some X-Files together. So this is from Cadbury. This is a Cadbury's Dairy Milk uh, Moose Snowman, which I found in Sainsbury's for, I don't know, like two for a quid or something. Mm-hmm. And they are a small, soft, as you'd expect. a small handful, 30 grams each. This chocolate mousse snowman has the additional feature of uh, having sat underneath for about five minutes a chicken curry, which has, <laughs> has melted his face a little bit. It's like that film, The Snowman. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> Raymond really Briggs' know. famous <laughs> book, I think you'll find later. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wow. Snowman snobs. I know. Snobs. Yeah. In, in the future, people will be correcting people about Fifty Shades of Grey. Right. It was a book, it was a, a it was book a first. Book. Yes. Yeah. How's the uh, how's the foam filling? Mm. Very sweet. Nice though. Mm. <laughs> but doesn't have a satisfying crunch to it. No, it's very soft, isn't it? Mm. Um, you may need to wash that down with something. But, um, Drinks. Old school energy drink. When you say things. old school, have these been discontinued in most places, or is it? No, I mean it's the sort the, as in the sort of things that would have been available when the X Files was on. Ah. Oh, retro, retro well, drinks. We can imagine we're the lone gunman. We we could, a, a, as 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 I just assumed that you two did <laughs> constantly. You'd be one of the lone gunmen rather than Mulder or Scully, then. Well, I think in the sense that we're, you know, having energy drinks and um, being conspiratorial. <laughs> does, it, does it work better if there are three of us, to lone, lone gunmen? Making our own podcast and the sort of thing they would do. Yeah. Um, well, that's well there are three of them. Yeah, I think. that works. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't I'm, know I'm happy being one of the lone gunmen. Rohickey or something. I don't know what the other two are called. Mm. I'll be Frohickey. <laughs> maybe, maybe they'll appear in the episode. I have no oh. idea. Let's hope. So this first one, yep. uh, it says Dr Pepper on it. Mm-hmm. This is, I believe, what's known as a Dublin Dr. Pepper. And the story goes that there was a 
Dr. Pepper Bottling Company that had the license to manufacture and bottle Dr. Pepper mm. before it became part of um, Coca-Cola. Is that correct? Mm, I think so. One of it's one of the two. One of them. One mm. of the two. So before it became, uh, you know, sort of a yeah, big business, they had the license to bottle it, and they've never lost it. So they've continued to bottle the old style Dr Pepper. Yeah, it's so. exciting though. So this is—is is this what Dr Pepper in the old days would have been? This is um, this is what Dr Pepper would taste like with cane sugar. This is what Dr Pepper used to taste like. It's a lovely old-fashioned Coke-style glass bottle as well. Should oh, say looks with good. sort of a simple white vertical stripe. Tesco's. It's got like a fifties. Kind of yeah, it's got a fifties yeah. uh, look to it, hasn't it? Thank you very much, Lee. Oh, it smells like Dr Pepper. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> very nice. But does it taste better than Dr Pepper? Is the question. I would say it doesn't taste substantially better than Dr. Pepper. Yeah, it's not probably not enough better to go to Cyber Candy or Knox's Street. It might so. be sweeter. This does taste like Dr Pepper, but possibly too much like Dr Pepper. So in uh, in a bottle which is uh, two hundred and forty milliliters. You're getting 27 grams of sugar. Wow. I can taste it on my teeth. I feel it on my teeth. I would say it's... Um... <laughs> Were you just rubbing it into your gums then? <laughs> <laughs> I never really noticed before, but it's quite almondy, sort of marzipan-y taste, which... Um... Giving, I'm just trying the nose. <laughs> which, is quite, which is quite Christmassy, really. So, you know, Dr Pepper is a Christmas drink. Yeah, it does, so keep it seasonal. I, I was thinking cinnamon, but you might be right. Maybe it's almonds. A plus plus would drink again. Yeah, I mean it's it's not worse than Dr Pepper. No, it's good. What right. else have we got? Uh, this is called Brainwash, mm. uh, which is an energy drink. This and is a frighteningly blue energy drink. Mm, this looks like um, it's, I don't know. It's it's very graffiti um, punk style graphics on the label. Do you remember the Garbage Pail Kids? Yes, it's Garbage Pail Kids aesthetic. It looks like that. <laughs> I think I remember hearing about this. Um, either on the internet or in a zine or something. Mm. It's just being the sort of thing that you could buy, you know, on the west coast of America. Land of interesting stuff for, Infinite, for somebody yeah. in, you know. Infinite choice. Yeah, and, uh, and so it, it, I was always curious as to what brainwash tasted like, mm-hmm. and, uh, and now is the opportunity. Let's find out. This is brainwash for a change of mind. <laughs> and the skull has sort of got, uh, well, I don't really understand, but the skull's head seems to have been sliced open and you can see his... Um, brain it's it's got a lot of stuff like um different types of ginseng and mm. uh, capsicum let's pop that open i think maybe maybe just a smaller sip of, of brainwash <laughs> let's go for just, say a, when. just a little it's looking very blue that's great thank you this this is as blue a liquid it does as look i like, have ever seen well uh, you obviously don't clean the toilets it's that toilet, often. Yeah. <laughs> goodness it's um it's glowing significantly <laughs> Thicker and bluer than the screen wash that I put in my car this week. This, this does look. This, <laughs> Which is, this looks. This looks dangerous. This doesn't look drinkable, does no. it? Nope. Well, I'm, I'm just going to, out of interest, I'm going to put some. I'm going to put the tip of my finger in it. Yeah, that's that's stained my skin quite <laughs> quite drastically. Oh, <laughs> like, so strange. I'm not sure about this, do you? <laughs> oh my word! It's thick, isn't it? Are you sure this has been diluted with water? Oh. <laughs> It's like an undiluted. Um, it's the syrup, isn't it? Really? <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> oh, it just went up, up my nose. Weirdest thing we've ever tried on the show. It's very fizzy. Um, 
sort of in a strange way. You can't really tell it is until you drink it. I'm not sure if it's fizzing or actually dissolving my <laughs> my mucous membranes. It, what it's what it's like to me is um you know those melted Mr. Freezes like me- yeah. those melted ice pops <laughs> yeah, like an yeah. ice pop that's really strong flavouring and you're supposed to have it like with loads or like a slush puppy just syrupy so it's, thick it's the stuff that you use to make those yeah yeah oh God. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think it, it needs to come with a packet of Rennie. It's too late to give that song for Christmas. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's I, think, lift back on. I think I need to... I'm, I'm going to finish it off, but I think I may need wow. to uh, work my way up to it. Gradually. I need teeth? to make sure my will's up to date or something. You've got blue tongue. Yeah. You've got blue teeth. Yeah. Well, thanks for that, Lee. That's, uh, <laughs> let's go back in here. <laughs> well, you know, this is all about experience. Yeah. If we were just to drink, you know, tap water. If we only had things we liked, yeah. what sort of show would this be? <laughs> what would be the point of that? I'm going to open the jolts. Go for it. Jolt Cola, I've definitely heard of. I don't think I've ever tried it, though. The uh, packaging looks a bit like Danger Mouse or um, that dog film called Bolt <laughs> no I'm just saying Danger just it Mouse out. so this is a, a um, this is what we used to mix with vodka before Red Bull was widely allowed mm. jolt and vodka tastes a bit like coke now it says it's double caffeine how much caffeine is in this do we know well the normal amount times two uh, I am just checking tastes like a like a cheap coke yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a supermarket's own like brand. Like an own coke. brand. Yeah. It tastes like um, like spa. Yeah, <laughs> spa cola. I don't dislike it though, and I can imagine it would be quite nice with vodka or. Yeah, it's quite well compared to the brainwash. It's quite refreshing, actually. Yeah, anything's going to be amazing. <laughs> Comparatively, not syrupy. It is. It, um, should it be though. Doesn't actually say how much caffeine there is. It seems to have more than Mountain Dew. Is is all they're prepared oh my to claim? Goodness. That's quite nice. Um, uh, I bought a uh, thing that Layla mentioned existed a good few weeks ago now. Oh, ages ago. This isn't really news anymore, but I've been interested in um, just having some vanilla Coke generally for a while. And uh, it made a comeback this year, obviously. So this is the full sugar um, vanilla Coke. Now, what I like in in Coke is to put a scoop of ice cream in it and have a Coke float. So mm. I'm hoping that a vanilla Coke will essentially mm. be that. This is lovely. Yeah. You can taste it's different. You can taste it. Oh, yeah. Mm. I do remember this, but from... It's quite sweet. I don't think it's been... I think it must have been more than a decade ago that I last had this. Well, they so, used to do the diet one as well, and it's much harder to get now. And it's only the sugary, sticks to your teeth and gross yeah. them version that you seem to be able to get. Well, this, this appears to be an American one, because uh, it's got fluid ounces well, that's, um, specified on the side. Yeah, that's from my local um, cyber candy equivalent. That's oh, the, okay. I think they're called Hooch and Candy. And they're in Southampton, um, and they sell quite a lot of different types of alcohol and quite a lot of different types of sweets. Mm. So I got this from there. I would say that if you like Coca-Cola but it's not sweet enough for you, mm. then vanilla Coke might be the thing to look for. I really like it. It's pretty good. In fact, we mentioned it on the show months ago. Um, one of my friends in Sheffield then saw some in a shop and picked some up for me and had it in a fridge for ages, and she gave it to me next time I saw it. I've nice. actually just realised that because this is a US import... It's um, it's especially sweet because, like a lot of the things we've had tonight, actually, it's high fructose corn syrup rather yeah. than well, yeah. specifically the Dr Pepper isn't high fructose well, corn syrup. That's probably why I liked it so much. Ah. Mm. Yeah, we, we we finished that one. We, did. <laughs> we, we finished any of the other ones. It's slow, the empty bottle is slowly filling up with weird blue fluids. So, um, so um, that's that's set us up for Christmas then. Mm-hmm. All yeah. of all of that sugar. There's more. There's more. <laughs> what have you got, Layla? 
So I just went to eat before we came here because it's just down the road. Mm. And eat for those who don't live in a big city is a franchise of sandwich shops, basically. And they do coffees and things as well. Picture a sandwich shop that sells coffee. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah. <laughs> and it's like Starbucks, but without the relentless focus on coffee quality. <laughs> slightly wider range of cho- of food. Mm. Slightly poorer range of hot drinks. Yeah, and everything's sort of um, wrapped and doesn't look that fresh. But, well, it looks fine, but it's, it's, it's kind fine. of <laughs> But they do a thing. They used to do a thing called a love bar, which was really nice, and it was sort of a long um, uh, flapjacky thing with toffee and chocolate and all little bits stuck in the top. Okay. And they seem to have expanded their love bar to a Christmas range, of which there is this merry mincemeat crumble, which looks like it might be a mince pie-inspired shortbread treat. Interesting. Um, and also this festive cranberry and almond, um, which looks like a, I don't know, a cake, I suppose. It looks cakey, a doesn't slice it? Of cake. It looks like Mr yeah. Kipling might have had a hand in it. It does look like a Mr Kipling. Well, Let's well, eat them. Technically, those are your Christmas presents, Aww, guys. thank you, Layla. <laughs> Happy Christmas. I, I will, um, them. I'll open... <laughs> I'll open up the festive cranberry and almond bar and and I'll share it with you later because I I think we should probably all soak up some of the caffeine that we've just (laughs) ingested. It's very nice. Mm. It's like a Bakewell tart. Shall I open this? It's it's festive. It is festive. I'm not sure how it's festive, but they've called it festive, so I'm going with it. Well, this is the thing, isn't it? Like, how festive are any of the things? And also, how festive are the vegetarian sandwiches that are supposed to be festive? I'm interested in... um, Many have seen. They always have obviously a Christmas dinner sandwich or a yeah. roast turkey sandwich. All the chains bring those out. But what are the what are the veggie alternatives and how do they make those festive? That's why I want to know. the sprouts in it, I imagine. Oh God, yeah. The merry mincemeat crumble mm. is, as you say, a sort of a long mince pie. It's a, it, it's a bar of mince pie. But is a mince pie pastry? Because is the bottom of this pastry or is it shortbread? Oh. It seems a bit too thick to be pastry. It might be a special kind. Good of question. Pastry. Are we getting into? We, it's a, a we had this shortbread discussion. Mm. Well, we have had mince pies with shortbread in them. Mm. Lee, Lee bought us some nice ones. Yeah, when the Heston. Heston's. Oh, when the Heston they were great. Oh, very good. oh, why didn't you bring those? <laughs> <laughs> It's exciting. We've been wanting to do this for so long. Mm. We're going to finally watch some X-Files together. We are. We're, we've got a quite um, non-typical viewing arrangement um, in, um, a, I don't know, a secret location in London <laughs> um, with uh, an arrangement of laptops and headphones and stuff. But it's going to work, definitely, and it's going to be good. Yeah. And I haven't watched this episode for a long time. So So this is uh, season one, episode three, mm. Squeeze. Mm. Um, we're going to count down and um, d- director's commentary style... Uh, the listener will be able to hear us, yeah. but not the episode. Yeah. So you can either choose to listen along blissfully ignorant to what's <laughs> going on in the in the episode, or if you can get hold of it, mm. um, join in. Queue up, uh, squeeze, season one, episode three, right, and join us in five. Four. Oh wait, wait! Oh. I was just <laughs> I was just about to point out yeah. that unless we continue to talk, anyone watching it without the accompaniment of the TV show. It's it's there's going to be long. We're going to yeah, have to yeah. talk so a we'll lot. We'll have to talk all the way. We're going to have to talk, yeah. or at least breathe heavily. Yeah, yeah no, we'll eat. have to be constantly <laughs> yeah. amusing. All right. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to count down again, and we're going to hit play in five, four, three, two, one, go. Don't think that worked. No, I don't think it did. Oh, it did. Baltimore, Maryland. Maryland. Mm. I believe it's pronounced Maryland. Your, your, screen, <laughs> your screen's very different colour to my screen, Lee. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> and it's also slightly out of sync with us. That's great. Mm. It's like mine's a lot more orange. I think it's because like I'm running flux. Is it possible to get a 3D effect by <laughs> somehow trying yeah, to look eye, at both of these screens at the same time? One eye looking at one <clears> screen <throat> and one eye looking at um, the screen. So there's a man walking down the road, businessman. <laughs> this is the oh, narration. Look. This is the um, this is under... something to do with it, the uh, the horrible scary clown, because they've immediately focused on a sewer. We're looking into a sewer. Oh, sinister. Something going on under the street. Slow motion effect. Slow motion grainy. This is... Um, it's very loud. Yeah, I'm taking one ear out so that I can hear you better. Ooh. Don't do that. <laughs> if I watch Lee's, I get a slight um, preview of what's about to happen. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm slightly behind. Yeah, you are. You need to... Oh, oh yeah. Okay, so... Um, so this is early X Files, right? This is um, mm. they've, they've, there's been an episode which I quite enjoyed called Deep Throat, where he goes to a uh, air force base and sees with his own eyes some sort of aircraft thing, which mm. is really, I mean that's a good episode, like a UFO type thing. Yeah, and when you say he, you mean Mulder. I do, yeah. Right. You know all the characters' names, <laughs> <laughs> um, at least two of them. Whereas, well, um, could be a different. I be able to hear this? Is there... Yeah, there's noise. Is okay. it gone? No, I can't, I can't hear do it. Do you want me like... to use your split? Oh. No, it's okay. It's just... Oh, that's much better. Oh, wow, I can hear it now. If you find it's too loud, we can, we it can is turn a bit it loud. down. He just said something, but we were too busy chuntering away, we missed it, but I'm sure it wasn't important. He looked at the camera then. Did you see him look straight at the lens? There's a lot of that in the X-Files. Oh, man, um, they don't know how to... These early ones, especially, Scully spends a lot of time trying not to look directly at the camera. It's really, it's very obvious. Oh, um, be very aware of it. about it. Now, something behind this grill is unscrewing mm. the the nut yeah. bolt thing that's coming out. He hasn't noticed the incredibly loud squeaking noise. What's it screwed into, though? Because there was no... <laughs> his hand has just come directly... It's screwed directly into nothing. Yeah, that's why he's able to twist it around so easily, because there's nothing behind it. Almost as if it was completely redundant. The screws are not helping How anybody. How's it staying up? Oh, dear. Someone's been locked in an office. Oh, it's oh, always it's... good to watch TV shows that... <laughs> The door was cheap. <laughs> oh dear! So if you've if you've not seen this episode before, um, there's oh it's, it's all blood and it's it's tense. Mm. Someone spilled some wine on the carpet. Oh no, it's blood. Yeah. Is that the man that we were just seeing just now? I, don't or know. I assume so. <laughs> no, that that can't be him. <coughs> but this one's dead. So we should carry on talking. No, I'm lost already. There's, um, we uh, yeah, saw a man walking around, and then we saw the grill I think open. It, I think it must now be him. I think it's just been very badly directed, so it's not really clear what happened. <laughs> I love the way that he tidies up after himself and closes, closes and oh, screws the, the thing shut. <laughs> oh, now it's the theme tune. Oh, the theme tune. Oh, don't Beautiful. you love the theme tune? Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> Whistling along. It reminds me very, very much of um, Downton Abbey. <laughs> you know the theme tune to Downton Abbey? It's basically the same as I like that a lot. Um, I love the mysteriously growing seed. Paranormal <laughs> activity with a seed. Nature, so how does that work? <laughs> Photosynthesis. Uh, government government denies, denies knowledge. knowledge. So <laughs> <laughs> of anything ever. <laughs> Walking in with tiny torches. Um, did, the, did the opening credits ever change? Man falling into a hand. Huh? Ah, yeah, they did. Did the credits get better? <coughs> they changed them a bit. They changed some well, of the. Well, presumably, um, when um, when Fox Mulder left, they had to change some aspect of it. Yeah. Now, here we see Dana Scully meeting another FBI agent, and he's the slimiest, most obnoxious, unpleasant man. Have you watched this already? Well, I've seen it. Um, 
I saw it a couple of months ago when, my, when I first oh. got this disc through the post. <laughs> He's got a very 90s suit on there. Oh, it's very broad. He's got a 90s face. <laughs> He's got an <laughs> oh, incredibly made, detestable tie. They just made reference to uh, a terrorist attack on the World Trade Center. But a different one. But a different one. Not the one you're thinking of. I'm glad Lee's listening to what's <laughs> actually happened. What do you think of her jacket there, Layla? Is that... I'd say it's very 90s, would be my um, objective opinion on it. I'm not sure about the lapels. Mm. I can't remember, but I do remember her hair in the the pilot or the first episode Mm. being awful. Yeah, there is some bad scully teapot-style haircuts as it goes. There was a thing in the 90s... Um, and definitely the 80s, about volume, wasn't there? You had to have mm. big hair. Mm. Look at this man's tie as well. It's oh, fascinating. It's a Look lot at worse that. than Look fascinating. It's just spots, just pol- <laughs> white polka spots. dots on black. The, the tie of it. It's... Oh, the actual, yeah. the actual head of the tie is very small. It's <laughs> it's sounding it looks small. like a schoolboy. Like someone's trying to strangle him with it. <laughs> like a schoolboy. I think it means something. It's supposed to tell you something about the character. It's, it's very bad Unfortunately, it's so distracting that you can't listen to what he's saying because it's so... Wearing such a strange outfit. There's been some suicides. Yeah, Ruth, if you've watched this recently, you're going to have to fill us in on the plot while we're chatting all the way through. We can't hear it very well, can we? So what's happening is um, <coughs> they found some dead bodies and they've had their livers removed um, right. without without uh, a knife. Mm. Um, and he wants her help, but he doesn't really think it's an X-File. What's an X-File, then? Was this... Well, yeah, good point. Is that like a paranormal thing, or is it a... I think it's like an unexplained. Yeah, they try all the rational explanations. Yeah. Um, when they're all, um, when all possible exclamations have been exhausted, then it must be the Dana impossible. And, um, and yeah. Then Spooky Mulder comes and helps. Yeah, was this the first instance of the phrase Spooky Mulder? Do you think? I mean, it keeps going on about it. Spooky. Spooky. They're really trying to introduce it as a thing. I'm trying to make that happen. <laughs> he wants. He wants her help, and he's looking for career advancement with her help. Right. See, this is a good outfit. Her hair's a bit, a bit narrower. Yeah, it's just so complicated and asymmetrical. Spooky. It's a fucking spooky thing. We heard you the first time. Now we we were looking at the other agent's tie earlier, and he's got a worse tie. Oh, <laughs> that is. It's like ins- unbearable. Inspired by Scandinavian knitwear. <clears throat> I mean, Mulder wears some fairly bad ties throughout X Files, but. Do, 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 you, do you ever imagine that... Uh, do, do you know in, like, um, 24, where uh, they uh, used the type of computer somebody was using in order to, like, give a secret signal about them? Mm. So the, ba- the bad... The, the, the person who... Uh, the baddies. Yeah, the bad person in the first 24. <laughs> the terrorists. Nina. Yes. Oh, Nina. Oh, she was sexually... Yeah, 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 she was she great. She betrayed CTU, but you were supposed to realise this by the fact that she was the only person not using a Mac. <laughs> yes, I vaguely remember... Wasn't to be her computer was a bit weird. So yeah, Mulder's yeah. found a, a sliver of metal on a sheet of paper and he's looking around trying to work out where the metal's like, come from. Where did this pubic hair come from? Where did from? this come from? Oh, look. There's a, mm. a vent. So Mulder's already solved it. Yeah, he's, he's sorted <laughs> this right four out. four minutes. I like to watch um, shows in which you can see uh, CRT monitors. <laughs> add, add a sort of, like, historical authenticity to uh, old TV shows. And I think what he's discovered on the vent is... A weird an fingerprint. elongated fingerprint. 
Although, like the ambassadors, if you look at it from an angle, it's a skull. <laughs> it's a memento mori. So is this... this... Trump Louis. Yeah. I don't remember Fox Mulder wearing glasses that much. Was this a... Uh... Mm. Scully wears them later as well. On. Maybe he's tired. It's late in the day. Well, it's because they often like to go out. for the uh, sexy librarian look for Scully every now and again. I'm pretty sure Scully wears the same glasses in a later episode. Maybe it was a wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> he got he got her wardrobe. Oh, he's put them down in front of her, where she's gonna she's gonna need them later. <laughs> Sharing them. <laughs> <laughs> Budget cuts on the X Files. <clears throat> Each fingerprint is unique, he says. Is that Laura Palmer sure. at, at the back there? On the, on the, uh, on what, the from wall? Twin Peaks? Yeah. I th- you think it's the same universe? You think <laughs> X-Files is in the Twin Peaks universe? Oh, Didn't they theory. establish uh, X-Files as existing in the Twin Peaks universe? Doesn't um, something like Agent Cooper or something... Isn't there... <laughs> I, I, I could have dreamt it. Right. But I'm sure there was an episode of the X-Files that um, includes it into the Twin Peaks wow. universe, yeah. Oh, wow. I hope that's that true. That would be fun. <clears throat> I could have just made that up. Oh, it's hard to tell somebody that they're not wanted, isn't it? Like, you're just, you're you're a sideline. Nobody wants your help. Everyone thinks you're a weirdo. Yeah. I sort of feel for them, but... Do you feel like Spooky Mulder at GDS ever, Rue? Outside a weirdo. <laughs> This is um, well, reminding me of uh, what's it called? Um, Doogie Howser, MD. <laughs> Where he'd fill his diary in yeah. at the end of each day. He'd always day. be telling us everything that we needed to know <laughs> through the medium of typing out loud. This was supposed to be like back in the day when typing was still quite a new idea. Screens were <laughs> like unusual. Some, she's got a computer, she must be a scientist. That's how you do um, like investigations. Is that you just have all the photos on your desk? Yeah, you look at them. You all just keep slowly. looking at them. Yeah, in order. And you talk about them a bit. randomly. You mix them up, and eventually a pattern will emerge. Right. Yeah. They all. It's like a jigsaw. It's like they all match together to make one big pitch. If you get really stuck, you can put them all over the floor and then get drunk, and then in the morning when somebody comes down and discovers you there, you'll have you'll have worked it all out. Mm. You'll have placed them all. Yeah. If you can hear us crunching, by the way, it's uh, it's Breaking Bad rock candy. <laughs> We're still enjoying that. Show me any X-Files themed treats. Oh. I don't know what that would be. Maybe pine nuts? What Mulder eats in the first series? Fox's glasses. Not pine nuts. Little... Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> There's lots of quite overdone hair in this episode so far big, big a lot of and indeed a lot of products yeah. yeah right yeah we seem to be gaining a lot of ground on your um your episode yeah, I think, Lee. I think you, I think we're you ca- must be running slightly faster oh hang on let me just check something that's okay my playback speed is is normal sometimes oh, yeah. when i'm on the train and i'm watching stuff i'll uh, i'll speed it up 
Do we need to tell people the playback speeds? Where can be watching at exactly the right <laughs> rate? We're not actually saying anything right. that sort of. Um, we're not saying anything too time sensitive anyway. Hopefully. No, not too badly. Well, I was very on the ball with the tie earlier, though. That was, you know, that was within a yeah, second we, of it appearing. You, you are definitely running slightly faster. Oh no! Quite a lot faster, I think. Well, it also looks like it's in slow motion, or is it just that scene? Oh. She nearly, she nearly oh, shot. It's terrifying. <laughs> Don't give it away. <laughs> so, oh sorry for those who are yeah, going to listen to it and then watch the episode if you're watching the slightly slower version that I apparently am did you, <laughs> did you know that David Duchovny was married to um, Taya Leone, Taya Leone? Yes, I yes. Oh, I only found that out this morning I was doing some research are they still married? no Oh. No, well, they so split her, up for years. Her name is pronounced Taya rather than T, as like I thought. <laughs> Taya. Is yeah. Scully married to anyone famous? Uh, she Scully was married with children, and now she's not. Hmm. Um, and w- when she broke up, there were rumours that she'd got together with David Duchovny, but I don't um... think they were. I don't think they were true. I think they had I a thing. I remember. I thought that she was seeing somebody who worked for an animation company in Canada. Hmm. And, the, and it was the animation company that did Reboot. Oh, I didn't know and that. as a result, that she was in one of the episodes as a, um, as a sort of, like, computer version of um, Dana Scully called <laughs> Data Nully. Oh, that's dreadful. Oh, but it was a show full of dreadful computer, computer puns. Was it, what was that anime thing she was in? She played, like, a wolf or a fox or something in um, one of those, like, Japanese um, animals having an adventure animes. I forget what it was. This um, somebody being inside the pipe thing, they're making it about as obvious as you possibly could. <laughs> Lots of pushing on it from the inside to make it very obvious. Oh, and look, there's a man. There's a man in, in a, a pipe. pipe. Is it is it Mulder? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Ooh. Anyone remember what he's called? Uh, Eugene Toombs. <laughs> nice normal name. You don't often see Mulder in a check shirt, though, do you? It's not really his usual style. He's got some casual, casual looks too. Oh, that was tense. <laughs> oh, you've oh, got to I love the, the um, Victor. Yeah, um, you've got to love the uh, what's it called? The thing where they do the polygraph. Uh, not polygraph. 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 Yeah. Every good drama's got a polygraph in it. <clears throat> yeah, we should um, continue speaking. <laughs> <laughs> Easy to forget. It's quite a gripping scene we're watching. <clears throat> I'm at least te- I have somehow gone at least ten seconds behind. You're you, definitely I'm losing speed there. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to fast forward a bit. You're going to be back at the beginning by the time we get to the end. <laughs> First instance of Scully with a hair tied back, maybe in this scene. Ooh, <clears throat> it's quite a strong look. Yeah, it's quite good. stern. It's, it's much better than the silly uh, Bob. He had to think about whether he'd killed a living creature then. Well, there are a lot of living creatures. Yeah. You've got to think think through. And you've got to be honest when you're doing this. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, look at how perfectly Lee's lined it up. No, it's not. He might be answering oh. that. Oh, <laughs> it's just a very <laughs> still actor. Oh so she just asked him, are you over 100 years old? And uh, Mulder wanted to know that. It's going to turn out that that's the uh, that's the point where he starts lying. FYI, I hate how Mulder comes up with this stuff based on nothing as well. I like, just knew is, that he was over. Why did he suddenly? Did you know that? What 
possessed him to put that question on the list. Well, unlike Mulder, he, uh, Scully, he's not been looking at all the photos either. So it's how... he hasn't been distracted by rationality. Yeah. Pulls so his idea out the sky. The, these these <coughs> are lined up. Oh, you've done Perfect. it, now. Lee. You've done it. So we can check that Still they stay lined colour, up. Still a different colour, but. He did not kill him, according to the polygraph. Some more of these lovely rock candies. It's a French twist to that hair that she's got there. A French twist? How does mm, that work? I think so. Is that different to a plait? Yeah, if you see what she's got, it's like a clip that goes down the back and then you twist the hair around. Does it just look like place? a Klein bottle style inside out? <laughs> For sort of, yeah. <clears throat> much better. Another interesting tie from that chap. Lee's already a second adrift, hey, if not more. Two or three seconds, yeah. Fascinating. Wow. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> I don't know what to think about that, other than I've got electricity plugged into mine and you don't. Maybe running off the is, battery slows it down. This is a case for Mulder and Scully, I think. <laughs> <laughs> We're as, losing time over that side of the room. Yeah, maybe, only, once maybe there's more gravity or something. <laughs> iTunes um, maybe uh, runs at a different frame rate. Um, yeah, it's, than it's, a DVD. It's, it's possible that your um, DVD, which is I'm a watching. UK DVD, yeah, which is uh, encoded for the um, US frame rate. It was a PAL DVD. Mine came from iTunes, and they probably use the NTSC frame rate. Is that twenty something? Yeah, it's, it's so it's going to run. It's going to run slightly quicker on mine. But mine would be uh, uh, more technically correct. Oh gosh, because it was an American production. Yeah. Mulder's just been accused of being insane by the other guy. Are you insane? I said that guy's insane. So my my uh, thing, my player thinks it's eighteen minutes and seventeen seconds. Yours thinks it's eighteen minutes and fifty nine seconds. Maybe the uh, well, I have fast forwarded it a couple of times just in order to. <coughs> so I'm I'm running slower. You're running faster. Mm. I've had to fast forward a couple so you of keep times. Moving just that's a good few seconds out, isn't it? That's mm. interesting. It's weird. It's like looking in a mirror and the reflection doesn't match up. <laughs> that means that <coughs> watching this one, I can get through it in a couple of minutes less. It's more efficient that way. It's better that way, I think. The quicker I can watch an episode of X-Files. Oh, look so, at the gooey, retro gooeys. a Mac-style gooey? <laughs> this would have been mind-blowing in whatever year this was. How smooth is that? Yeah, that was totally <laughs> faked up, What if you elongated it? What a genius to have spotted that. Oh, <coughs> yeah. I bet they did this on an Amiga. <laughs> Match, 100%. 100% match. Do you think it's possible that a, a fingerprint could ever be elongated by dragging your finger across the surface? Maybe. Or do you think the finger has to itself become longer for this to I'm be? I'm sure they have, nowadays they have software that can check if it's been distorted a bit as well. Surely. What if you put, what if you put a skewed. regular fingerprint onto um, something that was elastic Ooh. while it was compressed? And then yeah, that, like a balloon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Although in this case, obviously it was from the grill of a, of a, uh, a thing. Is there a way that you I'm could get you. away with crimes by... I mean, obviously it must happen only quite a lot. Balloons. It must... Only touching balloons or walking into the house with inflated balloons on all your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> like, you think it's unusual, but um, 
obviously the FBI has specifically got software yeah, to unst- unstretch <laughs> fingerprints. Yeah. So it must have happened at least software. once before. <laughs> They must have balloon problems. <laughs> oh, his oh, eyes, no, his eyes have gone all peculiar. <laughs> now, am I right in thinking that is um, the guy that was doing the polygraph earlier? Yeah. It looks a lot like him. That's Eugene Toombs okay, with a good. slightly different eye. Yeah, he, he is, he is the guy. They didn't get the wrong guy. Okay, good. It is him. But he, he said earlier that he'd never killed a human being. It's quite a logic puzzle, isn't it? Oh, I'm, I'm intrigued, Lee. Yeah. So I remember about this much of it. I think I may have given up at this point. So from now on, I'm on, I'm on new territory. Uh, is that his actual arse? He's like he's <laughs> I think he had a stunt arse added. I think he might have had a, some kind of um, safety thing tucked in his tra- Oh my God. It's peculiar, isn't it? Is, is, is he going so weird? I think he was concerned that he didn't have many buttocks, so he wanted to have some extra buttocks added. He's got one of those sort of J-Lo style padded pants on. Yeah, he wanted to have um, booty. He was concerned that he, that like me, didn't have any... Is... <laughs> oh, this is, this is very weird. He's going He's... head first, like a oh, madman down creaking, the chimney. sound effects. Like that a, sounds like a, a, sound 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 This is a Christmassy episode after all. I didn't think about <laughs> oh, yeah, it. Before. It's about the Christmas. Why would you go head first, though? That's just ridiculous. Because it's more fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is, it's marginally more ridiculous than any other way. If he tries oh. going the other way. If you're watching on iTunes, by the way, you'll need to fast forward a few more seconds. We're, uh, we're well past where you are now. Watch it on DVD, it's much easier. <laughs> so this is um, a man with his uh, samurai sword collection at home. He's got a very nice collection of um, long matches. Which Have I'm, we seen I'm the swords? Are you I just saw them while from... I was speaking oh, okay. out loud. I, I thought I'd narrate for a while. No, good. But his I, long I, matches, I didn't spot them. Um, oh, yeah. I'd quite like some of these for, for lighting Enormous. the fire at home. They're like sparklers, but matches. How Wasteful. domesticated are you, Rue, that you look in the background of the TV show and go, ooh, long matches. Some of them. Get some ideas. I was, house. <laughs> I was thinking he's like another one, but actually, that's just because you're a few seconds behind. So I'm not behind, you're ahead. Oh, hang on, it's all gone slow motion. Stuff's What's going on here? Do you think they didn't have enough coverage there to do it slower? <laughs> happens a lot. Maybe it was the... Maybe viewers could, um, listeners could slow down or speed up their playback. They'll need to. We could tell them what percentage later they need to slow down or speed up by. Oh. Looking over, I can, I can see what's going to happen. It's like it's like having uh, some precognitive ability as to when you're watching TV. So you, you remember this episode? <laughs> huh? You remember the episode? Not really, no. Hair properly back now. Do you think mm, we, she's got the uh, this, inside out This hair guy again? who's the other FBI natural. agent, the knob. Is he? Is he like a um, stand-up comedian who's who's doing a, doing some acting work? Could be. Just as is like, that just a himself. feeling you're getting off him? Tarantino. He's, he's got a really punchable face. He does have, but he he does have that kind of like um, possibly came. Mm. You know, maybe too, he's maybe he's a native Canadian. Almost too much character. Oh, he's got long fingers. It's Whoever it is, he had long fingers. <laughs> Mulder's and, got uh, such a boring voice in these early episodes, hasn't he? <laughs> and gonna talk in a really oh. monotone way. Oh. Microfish, that was, that was Yeah, what, what machine are we looking at? <laughs> I like the idea that they keep censuses available for precisely this kind of this kind of problem. <laughs> 
The only time I'd ever look at a census thing is to check if anyone was over 100 years old. <laughs> appeared to be anyone to I knew who seemed to be young and yet strangely wise. Or okay, I'll go and check. Uh-huh. Mulder joke. See, this is back in the days when instead of gender, it said sex mm. on the census. The anti-Waltons. We've gone all quiet because we're quite hooked now. We're trying to, yeah. There's, there's exposition and development happening and, oh, it's, it's all getting exciting. We're just trying to work out what's going Show me more of the census form. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see more pictures. Stop showing me actors. Show me, show me census forms. Oh! Oh, dear. Mom's glasses. Of, uh, here. <laughs> glasses and... Fast-moving census forms. Glasses, Mulder. <clears throat> and he's got a digital watch. Is that a Casio? Can you still can you still get those machines with the microfiche? Like fish, you might find them in your local library. You think? Yeah. Are you saying that because you know I live in Sheffield, or is well, it like... your, your local <laughs> library <laughs> being might slightly still have some... Um Maybe your university department's mm-hmm. home. That's quite fun. I remember looking at old newspapers with a microfiche yeah, machine fun. when I was yeah. a school child. Hmm. I imagine anything good would be on the internet by now. Yeah. Anything good. Or anything oh. the NSA wants you to know. <laughs> <coughs> I mean, how much, how much effort would it be to convert microfiche into um, digital files now? I don't know. Maybe too much. For some people. Uh, nice old radio in this shot. <laughs> Can't help but notice. It's at the centre of the shot. It's this sort of nondescript background. The window shows the horizon in a very fuzzy way. It's almost as though that's not really looking outside. Who's this chap? Do we know? He's some sort of old uh, policeman. I'm, I'm. He's a retired. Picking up. Retired cop. So unlike a TV programme that we've made. We don't know anything really about this, which makes makes the whole director's commentary thing quite hard. Because it's like, oh, oh initial reactions to something we don't know what's happening. This? What's going what the on? Fuck is this? We know actually slightly less than anyone watching it normally. Yeah, because we can hear less of what's going and, and on. So we're deliberately making it harder yeah, no, for them to understand what's going yeah, on. Yeah, we can't exactly do spoilers, can we? <laughs> hmm. So he's um he's seen some things, this man. Yeah. Poignant you would moment. not believe. Really correct the uh, colour distortion on my monitor if I can find the right logo <laughs> something about war there it is disable we're going to go we're going to go oh look at that's so much better have right you time. just retinted your screen to make it match Lee's yeah right. it's just full full uh, colour spectrum now it worked out that it's it better. was dusk so it had gone, uh, gone a bit orange <laughs> to save my eyes from it's very kind of it. It's training you for it going to sleep. It thinks you're outside on your time. laptop. It does. <laughs> it thinks the sunshine is Bless important it. to me. Whereas it should have also detected that you were watching the X-Files. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just going to make the assumption that you're going to be up late. You're never outside. <laughs> laptop should have, invo- have evolved to understand that um, we, we now live in houses. <laughs> they don't realise that yet. They still, they still work in the pavement. The, the caveman sort of... Yeah. She's holding a coffee jar full of liver, I think. Yeah, but 
He's he's kept this and in he's his kept house. That, for, what, that can't be according years. to procedure. Yeah, <laughs> you should probably like, keep that at the police station rather than in your own. He's going to have to report you now. For... They were just going. It was starting to smell. They were just going to throw it out. <gasps> that guy. Oh, he knows all about this. Look. He's this, been, he's been chasing the... Eugene Toombs. Oh, wow. Wouldn't and it have been I more convenient if, much if you'd just put years. all of this stuff in the case file? Yeah. And then <laughs> told everyone. Just sitting on it on his wheelchair. Like, if he'd have died, where would they be? Well, they he, might, he might tell you that he tried. I think he's been, uh, he's been frustrated that they weren't listening to him. Do you think he was, like, the Mulder of his day? Mm, maybe. Anyway, aren't we all <laughs> the Mulder of our time? Spooky outdoor scene. Industrial wasteland. Might need some torches in this building. There we go. Oh, you always need a torch. Even though it's bright daylight, clearly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's always good to have a couple of torches at least. They should get head torches. Always, always so a they can constant battle, I imagine, in the X Files production. It's like. We want it to be dark enough to justify the use of torches. Not too dark. <laughs> Not too dark that we can't see their faces. That's the shot from the credits. Oh, know. is it? Yeah. Also, do you think it's um, FBI procedure to walk around with guns? If yeah. you're, a, I mean, just at every opportunity, <laughs> any time that you might justify having a drawn gun. Yeah. There's no indication that it's they so need. So trigger gun. happy. I imagine. Also, they did they announce that they were FBI and coming into no. the building? No, no they, they stealthed in with torches and guns, but they didn't tell anyone that they were coming in. That's very risky. Why is she oh. wearing little sort of kitten heels? Well, it's practical, practical, isn't it? It's better mm. than wearing a high heel. She should be wearing, like, army boots or <laughs> trainers or something. You're saying that she's not fit for field work? Yeah, she definitely isn't. What are you, Clarice Sterling? What's her name, Starling? Starling. Starling. Yeah. She's clearly supposed to be Clarice Starling in the first few episodes, isn't she? <laughs> but wasn't, didn't this predate? She's put the torch away. Doesn't it predate... It might, it might have come pre-Clarice. No, What's this comes, this comes she after Science Clarice. of the Lambs. What do you think? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I get confused. They're yeah. standing in a very light bit there. Yeah, they don't need, <laughs> they don't need these torches. <coughs> Sometimes... What's her name? Dana. Dana. What's her... Um, what's the character? Gillian Anderson. Gillian Anderson. Sometimes um, she has quite a freckly complexion. Yes. And sometimes, especially in these early ones, they just slather her with so much makeup that yeah. you wouldn't know that she had freckles. Is she not a, a blonde in real she life? She is a blonde in real life. Um, her and also the lady who plays Miranda in Sex and the City is also blonde in real life. But redheads are more interesting as intellectual, sp- spunky characters. You're, you're saying that you're saying that television uses hair colour as a character shorthand. I know. Right. Who'd have thought? You don't hear the word spunky enough. (laughs) Spunky character is definitely... I wonder why. Oh dear, he's made a nest down there, look. A nest. A living nest. He's made a nest (laughs) to put his livers in. (laughs) Oh dear. Smells like... Bile. Such a baby. Mm. So, Mulder's got a theory. 
Oh, we're hooked. Yes. I'm to fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> this would be a strange mutation, though. And every 30 years, you wake up and you eat five livers and then you hibernate for 30 years. Like, that's how, not, how is that? Is that... I mean, in terms, of like an, in terms of like an evolutionary mutation, it seems like an extreme one. It's a big step to take, yeah. and I'm not sure it helps you. No. But I always <coughs> wondered that about like um, hibernating creatures. Surely, uh, depending on like the uh, place that they, they exist, if they can't find secure enough mm-hmm. locations to do? hibernate, then being in a hibernating creature... How does that? Oh. How is that an advantage? Yeah. So, if do? you're a human, where where did you hibernate? You found a cave, I suppose. What if you? Yeah. What, what if you couldn't? Well, are we sure that humans hibernated? Well, this no. I mean, your tomb's character. He he yeah. hibernates. I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, can I just check something? Do we think that this episode is going to reach a satisfying conclusion, or is this the first of several parts? of the Eugene Toome story. It has its own conclusion, but okay. I think there is a cliffhanger at the end oh where gosh, they that's going to be frustrating it. for everybody. Think, well, not a cliffhanger, but like the opportunity to do another one like I, the end I, of, th- um, I think they give you, they give you the, the impression that he may have the ability to stretch very thin. <laughs> as established. We've done that already a couple of times. Yes. Yeah. So the end is, is more like a sort of a coda. Oh, gosh. Conflict. He's angry now, look at him. Yeah. Look at his face. His red, freckly face. Do you remo- do, do you recognise this man from anything else? No. You need like a Shazam for actors. Cause, I just know, want to find out who died within like a year of an episode being made. I find that quite interesting. Like, if the reason we haven't heard about him is because he died two years later, that would be quite sad, a good thing it? to know. It'd be sad, but I it'd be like, oh yeah. The only thing about this character is he, he seems seems like a slightly younger David Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gosh. that's what you mean. Or was it you that said it was like Quentin Tarantino? Yeah, he looks yeah, a bit he Tarantino-ish. Yeah. Seems is weird. Is he, has he, how many livers has he had now? Is he looking for more livers, do you think? <laughs> is it like a video game where he has to collect a maximal number it's of livers? It's exactly five, isn't it? Every few years he wakes up, has five livers. How does he know, though? Well, how do you know when know you've what? had enough Big Macs? Maybe you, just, had... you reach a point in your, in your, in your <laughs> day like, where you think, I've had, had to, enough liver now. If I had to collect all the Big Macs and then sort of hibernate, right. <laughs> I'd be like, maybe I'd overdo it just to be safe. <laughs> just to be on the safe side, you'd... I'm not saying I've tried some this. Extra. And in fact, I've not had a Big Mac in years, so... Oh, you're missing out. It's, it's a good way of ingesting food. <laughs> I'd recommend it over liver. You endorse Torn it. from the over human liver. torso. Without any uh, any weapons. Yeah, I think McDonald's really missed the sponsorship trick with the X-Files. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're really ratcheting up the tension using <clears> now. So she's I'm, running a bar. Oh, no. Tense. We're not going to see her getting the bar. She's going to get her bra out. What? Any excuse, seriously. You suddenly perked up. Like I, think I, I was mainly excited by her phone, though. Is it very old? Phone or her phone? I think technically everything, phone. Phone. everything is old in this. Well, yes. Oh uh, so she dropped something and tombs took it's it. a window. So this is a yeah psycho-style shower scene, except it's going to be a bar scene. I think we're going to see Scully take her clothes yes. off. <laughs> In the first episode, in the pilot, don't you see um, Mulder in his pants? 
There, yeah, there's a pants, a couple of pants Mulder scenes, and a, I think a couple of um, oh, he's dropped bile too. on her. A very important juncture, just before she took all her clothes off. What a schoolboy error. Drips and bile. She's going, oh, plumber, oh. the bile duct. But she forgot to put any bubble bath in anyway, so it's a blessing in disguise yeah, in a way. She should have done that earlier, really. It would have been more did, efficient. Did anyone want any more jock? I'd love some more jock, Connie, please. Do you have Bring it on. I've got a cup behind your yours? screen. Yeah, please. She's got the gun out again. She's always with the gun. But now at least she's <laughs> had bile drips on her. She's got a reason to get the gun out. I'm not sure bile on its own is really a... A killing offence. Maybe it is. I'd be getting the gun out. So many hatches in her house. Jesus. Oh, he's going to pull her through the hole. He's, she's not going to fit, but he would. <laughs> she got away. Oh, is Mulder going to actually save her? This is so disappointing. Well, she oh, obviously uh, couldn't save herself. It's, good she, that she, you know, it's fortunate that she lived in a house with, with, you know, those kind of, um, you know, air ducts. Ever, Evans. She's got a, a hot air system. Oh. oh, blimey, that was that was a lot of stomach she saw, was revealing there. Saw some, oh, Gosh, seeing I'm some skin. Feeling a bit worried for her. I've got to fast forward again. Oh, Mulder's arrested him. <laughs> well, he hasn't arrested him so much as put one handcuff <laughs> on his wrist. Oh no. There he's, he's That'll never. Oh, he's done it. Right. That won't hold him though, will that it? That won't hold him. He... Mulder should have realised that. Uh, he's. He's got the ability to stretch. Surely we know this by now. Oh yeah, he can slip out. That won't take, like, take him long. How do you? How do you imprison someone who can fit through any crack in a, gla- also, a sealed glass box? It's going to be tough. And if he needs five livers to survive, this is a, a death penalty that they've just given him. Yeah. What's wrong with them? <laughs> Let him have this a is liver. Really speciesist. <laughs> live and let live. Now the nice old cop has realised. Um, that they, they've used his evidence and these, they've caught the yeah. killer, so he's and he pleased. he can die now. He's probably, relaxed. Oh, probably look at that no, relief no on his face. No credit for it. Yeah, I can see it on I'm Lee's screen. I'm the wrong screen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> can we try again? It's quite good reaction shots slightly. on one screen. And the, yeah. Oh, look at that relief on his face. There we go. That's, I've got that in the right time now. <laughs> now, meanwhile... <clears throat> he's ripping it. Who's, he, who's making think, a nest with that same Oh, I, I thought he was going to do a roll-up. <laughs> Campbell carrot. Maybe he's wrapping his Christmas oh, present. Oh, this is very, very nasty. Oh, he's making a newspaper nest. He's nesting in the prison. Who? Why are they letting him have so much newspaper yeah, to mess up that. the cell? We, yeah. He's going to construct a way out using just newspaper. <laughs> You'd be worried about about um, fashioning a crude rope, wouldn't you? <laughs> and do what with it? Um, it's true. Got strange eyelids, Mulder. Okay. Um. So they've dyed her hair ginger. Is that what you're saying to me? That she's not a redhead. But she's not. Her. She's a blonde. So maybe the freckles are added on as well. I think she might be a freckly blonde. Okay. She's quite sort of greeny eyed, isn't she? Oh no, she's blue-eyed. Sorry, but uh, it'd be Ooh, quite look a level at the of sexual these. tension Ooh. in the way he, she held his arm there. She touched him in a an inappropriate way. I felt that was a bit much, wasn't it? That's not professional conduct, is was, it? For, that was a, a for FBI agents. Yeah. And now he's getting his dinner, but it doesn't look like liver. Now, now he's getting entirely flat food, <laughs> like, uh, like uh, that character in Microsoft's. Is he going to hibernate if he doesn't? <laughs> Um, My- Michael? Was it Michael was into? Flat I, I can't. It's been almost as long 
uh, as this Xbox episode that yes. I've read Microsoft. Is it, I mean, is this a problem with prison food that it has to come through a letterbox so it has to all be very flat? You can't have <laughs> it has to be quite thin. I don't know, what's a, like a tall food? Like a buck of glory. <laughs> no ice cream <laughs> sundae for you. Not, not for oh, business. Now he's seen the slot <clears throat> the through gone? which the food came and he's thinking, well, that's easy. It's only just occurred to him. My, my, my skull, no problem. I'll squeeze right through there. <laughs> So, uh, and, uh, meaningful look and that's at the, the end. end of the episode. So thanks, Chris Carter. You've um, <laughs> I th- supplied I us with some content. I, I think this uh, this series is going somewhere, and um, <laughs> it will never take off. Yeah, I think it's got another season left in it. <laughs> and the old uh, courier font when that was an original thing to use. I have no idea how successful this could possibly be what to, as, as a listening comedy. experience the fact that it's uh, it's I going to this. be <laughs> 1993 oh, oh, my word. but uh no good good x-files well done <laughs> should we watch next time yeah we've been been <laughs> that for such a long time hmm. uh i hope next it works. one will be better yeah i hope, <laughs> hope it works for other people we should watch what, something with a consistent frame rate <laughs> <I think. laughs> yeah yeah let us know if you thought that was uh at, at all Worthwhile. I quite enjoyed it, but I, I know for the listener it might have been a frustrating experience. Well, it was, I mean, that was the first time we tried anything like that ourselves as well, so. Um, Maybe something we know better would yeah, work. Yeah, we could like do Red Dwarf. Oh, Red Dwarf would work yeah. much better the next time. And they're shorter as well. We could do, we could do Red Dwarf next time. Yeah, let's do that. Let's pick a good Red Dwarf episode. Lee oh. just rolled his eyes. <laughs> right. Lee doesn't have to come. Well, um, Merry Christmas, everybody, and a Happy New Year mm. to you and yours. Oh, there's one last uh, chocolate-covered gummy oh, there, do you want? I couldn't. Well, I definitely could, but only if you don't want <laughs> no, to. No. Thank you, Lee. Can I um, put Christmas. in a, a request for Hack Circus contributors? Oh, do, yeah. So, as Rue knows, and some, some of our listeners know, I've just launched a magazine um, called Hack Circus, hackcircus.com, and you can order them on the internet, and I'll post you one. And it's a real magazine, exists in the real world, and costs money, but not very much. It hasn't been free for me either, so don't resent <laughs> getting it for free because I know what the internet's like um, even if people know you <laughs> yeah well we'll see Let, let's no, give, give me a chance to sell some first special I, I people may should have... support this endeavour yes right okay if I had seven quid in my pocket I'd be giving you oh, money now bless you well I haven't got any on me but oh, um... fuck you then <laughs> <laughs> so what's the next one about? So the next this well the the new the first episode's about time and time travel and the next one's going to be about reality. So if you have any ideas of things you would like to contribute uh, to the reality episode uh, issue I should say hmm. or indeed the blog um let me know and we'll be covering interesting hacks and sort of vaguely philosophical ideas and anything that's a little bit fun and inventive and bordering on um irrational and impossible would be good because that's the whole sort of spirit of the thing so um yeah it'd be good to hear your ideas listeners and hopefully um you'll enjoy the magazine as well Is, are you planning to do um quarter, i probably should have understood this by now but you're planning quarterly, to do quarterly events and quarterly issues that's my plan yeah so we'll see how it goes um i think it should work uh, i'm doing it for three years so you can buy a three-year subscription and force me to follow through and uh yeah it should be fun um the other thing is you can buy with PayPal, but you can also pay with Bitcoin. Can you now? I don't even know what it means, but apparently that's something people <laughs> what want do to do. you do with all your Bitcoins? Well, you could buy, hopefully um, someone will turn them into money for me. I, don't yeah. know, is that, do I that? hope you can oh, get God. money out of them. 
You can certainly buy drugs with them. So if you, if you can do you? that, you can probably sell the drugs for money. <laughs> I'm sure you can probably get, get some the cash. Just leave the bitcoins where they are because they seem to be going up in value and that can't possibly crash. I don't, That's going to be I fine forever. <laughs> That's going to be great Prices for the rest may of you. only go up. Yeah. It didn't occur to me that, well, yeah, okay. It didn't occur to me that the bitcoin thing was actually that you could only redeem bitcoins with bitcoins. You can sell your bitcoins for money. It's not bitcoins money. straightforward. If you've got uh, a lot of bitcoins, then you can. Right. But uh, if you've only got one person who pay, pays in bitcoins, it may not be worth it. been a few. Um, well, I think the same thing with PayPal. If I've got money in my PayPal account, then yeah. that's just going straight on eBay. But um, it, it might be, if you're part of like the zine economy, aren't you supposed to be spending most of your like zine money on other zines? On other zines. But is, is this a zine, yeah. Lego? No, it's it's a zine. interesting to me <laughs> to know whether this is a zine or it's not. It's a magazine. It's a it, real... It participates in no existing community. It's a quality <laughs> production. <laughs> it is. And you're not making it with a photocopier. No, I'm not. I'm making it with real designers. Who's doing your printing? A company called Precision in Yorkshire. It's not uh, one of them. Club. It's not a newspaper club. It's not a newspaper. <laughs> it's a fucking magazine. magazine. Um, it's not a zine and it's, it's not a newspaper. It's produced in Yorkshire. It's designed in Yorkshire. Wow. It's edited in Yorkshire. Yeah, it's um, it's nothing to do with a newspaper club. And I mean, you know, I love them and good for them. But I, I do want to make sure that people don't think that it's a newspaper club thing for their for their sake as much as anyone. <laughs> <laughs> this is totally independent it's from to protect them. all of that. Yeah, um, so yeah, it's uh, hopefully it's fun. Have a look at com, and you can buy one through Imperica at the moment because um, they're hosting PayPal, mm. so to speak. It's on their online shop. Well, let's say goodbye then. It's been a fun year, I think. I don't know how many mm. chiffron stops it contained, but not very many. <laughs> yeah, maybe next year we can aim for uh, about the same. <laughs> <laughs> at least one yeah, a quarter. Let's not push it. Yeah. Can we well, get in any guests in? Will that oh. I'll have a son, oh. if that helps. You'll have... Bring him. Yeah, he can scream. He might have some opinions. He will, well, probably he quite be, soon. He can't be ages. <laughs> I'm expecting he'll learn the word actually quite young. When When's he due? He's, he's due on the 21st of January, but these things have quite a uh, broad yes. uh, distribution curve. So yeah. <laughs> two, plus or minus two weeks. Right, around there. So not long, really, yeah. Oh, brilliant. So it could be a yeah, oh, could, could be soon. Oh, yeah. Um, so that, that won't impact um, at all on my ability to make Chiffron stop. Yeah, we, well, we may do Red Dwarf next time. Oh, um, Should we do episode one? Yeah, we, okay. could, we could do the whole... Order. Start at the beginning and begin as you need to go on. I think, yeah, episode one. Have you seen it, Lee? Red Dwarf? Yeah, Red Dwarf, have season one, Red episode Dwarf, one. Lee? I have seen Red Dwarf. Okay, I saw good. it when I was a child. Okay, you put away childish things. And, uh, well, there is some... I, it seems to me to be one of those shows that doesn't escape its original context. But in episode one, you don't need it to. It's just amazing in its no, original context. No, no, I mean, context. it's the, 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 the type of humour... In that, like, I'm sceptical right. as to whether it's worth revisiting. I'm sceptical about X-Files, if I'm honest with you. <laughs> You're the scully in this. Yeah. So. I think X-Files, X-Files was barely worth revisiting. I think um, yeah. Red Dwarf will, will hold a greater amount of, not just nostalgic appeal, uh-huh. actual quality. Yeah. Actual comedic <laughs> quality in the first season. And the second season, yeah. right the way through to the full season. After that, yeah. by the time you're into season six, seven, eight, nine, ten, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Oh, it really doesn't. <laughs> season ten was better than uh, than we expected it to be, I think. Mm. Um, but if we ever do get Chris Barry on, I'll be really nice about oh, it. Oh, Chris Barry, I forgot. He well, emailed me. Let's get him on. Yeah. Come on. Oh, he's so good. Yeah, get him on. I forgot. I had we could watch Lego. it with him. We could watch episode <laughs> one with Chris Barry. <laughs> 
Come on, Layla. Pull your finger out. It was a couple of years ago in the main series 10. He said, we're filming in the new year. Get in touch with me again then and we'll talk about the new show. Oh, when he wanted to talk about his new show. Yeah, when he was promoting the new show. Not just being pointlessly nostalgic about it. (laughs) About season one. But he might be like in a bit of a career dip again after Red Dwarf's all finished. Yeah, if he's quiet. But his empire is over. He might fancy a bit of a chat about his career. He might be in a pantomime. Yeah, let's wait till till February. Yeah, he was in Tomb Raider. Yeah. He's in Tomb Raider. He's in Tomb Oh, he was Tomb the um, he was the butler. Yeah. That's that's quite a cushy job, isn't it? Being a butler. Lara Croft's butler. <laughs> I reckon a lot of men would pay money to be Lara Croft's butler. <laughs> I think in the first in the first film, does he not help her while he's while she's in the bath? Like, there's quite a lot of. It's a shower, and he's very disapproving of her of her uh, of her ways. Oh, he's not. He's not really on the inside. He's not disproving. <laughs> Let's ask him about this. Let's get him in. <laughs> Definitely. We can ask him what Angelina Jolie was like to work with. Oh. Should we ask him some like questions that aren't about women he's worked with as well? <laughs> <laughs> we should have we should worked ask with him. Scully. <laughs> <laughs> we should definitely ask him about the British Empire. Were you in gravity? If not, why not? Yeah, yeah no, British Empire was one of the best things on television. It was you, you just don't realise at the time I don't think anyone realised how good it was and then it sort of got axed and then I watched them all again in recent years and I was like, actually these are amazing. Yeah, He's such a good actor. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah, well let's get uh, Chris Barry on. Now, I feel like we've trailed him as our next guest. I hope, I hope he'll <laughs> say yes. Don't include any of this in the thing in this. No, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. It might okay, get anyway. people, you know, think we're credible. Anyway. Anyway, right. Should say goodbye. Well, uh, uh, yeah. New Happy New Year, everybody. Um, thanks. Happy, Happy New Year and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Everyone. You and yours. Ho ho ho. <laughs> <laughs> That was Shift Run Stop, available on iTunes or from the website shiftrunstop.co.uk.